Today is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, and Hunter Biden's laptop is going to be the largest political scandal in American history. Take it to the bank. It's real and it's coming. The Biden crime family syndicate is going to collapse in flames. It's going to be a beautiful thing to watch, ladies and gentlemen, and you're starting to see the initial strings getting pulled in Congress. Be prepared. Hunter Biden's laptop has been entered into the congressional record and some of the wisest and oldest GOP senators have revealed direct payments from the Communist Chinese Party to the Bidens. This is happening while the border is in complete collapse. 1.1 million more new illegal aliens have entered the United States since Joe Biden took office. And Joe Biden is prioritizing Ukraine's border in his budget over our own. This is leading to new ever-present low poll numbers for Joe Biden. They are in the dumpster that is on fire that is traveling down the river over the waterfall. Trump will beat Biden by six points and Harris by 11 points in a 2024 potential matchup. Whew, mama, get ready. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. The cyber asset. This is a point of vulnerability. If there are passwords, if there are business deals, if there are references to things that could harm our country, like you can't even sit here right now and say that you know that there's not a point of vulnerability. Maybe there are other crimes, maybe there are tax issues or whatever, but as it relates to our, I mean, it, is the first family sufficient cyber infrastructure to protect? You don't even know if they're compromised. Tell you what, Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record of this committee the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, which I'm in possession of. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, the Hunter Biden laptop from hell is now a matter of congressional record. What does that mean? Well, it means that the largest political scandal of our lifetime is just now about to burst. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the bombshell political story of our time. The truth is here. It's real. This is happening. Hunter Biden's laptop from hell is now starting to get the telltale signs of libs knowing what's coming. This morning, our team was shocked to see CNN reporting that Hunter Biden's laptop not only is not Russian disinformation, but is going to lead to the collapse of the Biden crime family. An exact quote from CNN this morning, Hunter Biden will likely wind up in jail and indicted. This stuff is real. It's happening. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them try and end around. The corporate press does not want to talk about it because they know the second that they flip this switch, it's done. Because the laptop has now been corroborated by the New York Times. People who were paying attention knew that this thing was a hot potato the second they saw it. The Department of Justice has had this laptop for years and they have sat on it because they know that the second they crack it open is going to be the second that their regime crumbles. What is on this laptop? We are just starting to see the revelations, and they are shocking. What we saw in the opening clip of our show is Matt Gates demanding that the laptop be entered into the congressional record, making it a matter of congressional record that can be subpoenaed, that can be discussed, that can be brought forward to a committee. This is a tactical genius move by Matt Gates, and we look forward to welcoming him on the program very, very soon. 
What did Matt Gates do this for? Well, because he is laying the groundwork for what Republicans are about to do when it comes to the midterm elections. The Hunter Biden laptop is going to be the focal point of a broad range investigation into the Biden crime family. And what were the crimes being committed? Well, this is where you start to really step back and say, holy Moses, do we live inside of a crime syndicate called the United States of America? What was happening in summary is that Hunter Biden was traveling to the worst people on planet Earth, the Russians, the Ukrainians, the communist Chinese. And again, we're not libeling the people in those countries. We're libeling the corruption inside the governments of those countries. Hunter Biden was the bag man for his father. Joe Biden oversaw the United States policy toward China, toward Ukraine, toward Russia. And those countries were handing fat bags to his cokehead kid in order to get the policies they wanted. The United States of America is a massive piggy bank for the rest of the world. It's a casino. And if you pull the right levers, and if you go to the right tables, and if you roll the right dice, then you're going to get what you want, the jackpot. All you have to do is make sure that you grease the skids of the corrupt families in charge, and you are golden, baby. And that was the scheme. The scheme was evident for anyone paying attention, and now there are hard records. It's not just in the House, in the Senate, the old bulls over in the Senate, Chuck Grassley, a guy who's been there for 800,000 years in the Senate. He was my senator in this, from the state of Iowa. That's where I was raised in the state of Iowa, in the city of Cedar Rapids. Chuck Grassley is a legend in Iowa. He has been in Congress for a very, very long time. Senator Grassley is on the floor talking about and showing the receipts of communist Chinese members paying the Biden family. When you get to that level of political establishment, when you get to that level of old school, old world, old bulls in the Senate, these guys are not fabulists. We love Matt Gates, but Matt Gates is a different cut of a jib, man. Matt Gates has a different swagger in his style. Chuck Grassley is old school. They don't talk about things unless they are big and unless they are verified and they take their time. So when the old muscle of the Senate is coming down on the Bidens and using this laptop as the crux to bring down the Biden crime family, you know that it's real. You know that it is coming and that you know that you're about to sit back and watch true justice unfold. Ladies and gentlemen, hold your butts. Here we go. Matt Gates was talking in a heated spat with the cyber division director at the FBI on Tuesday. The Republican firebrand used his allocated time to grill the FBI cyber division assistant. His name's Brian Vornman, who repeatedly told Gates that he didn't have any information as to where the hard drive belonging to President Biden's son is currently located. If you want to erode your faith further in federal law enforcement, please watch this clip. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? 
Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18 or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right, using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter 02. He drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI. And what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI Cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago. I am 35 years old. I was born in 1986. I am just old enough to remember the early 90s, the O.J. Simpson case. Even I, at that young age, was glued to the television along with my parents and along with various members of my family watching that case unfold. It is one of the most dramatic and, I think, miscarriages of justice in American history. It all was tied down to a bloody glove. You may recall a bloody glove. That is something that is still, to this very day, 30 years later, famous in American legal culture and in American pop culture. You can talk about the bloody glove in the O.J. Simpson case, and you can remember Perhaps, where were you when you were watching the O.J. Simpson trial? What led to World War II? Well, there's a lot of factors, but one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out-of-control inflation for a fiat currency looks like insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real, real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. I'm sure you can remember it clear as day. O.J. Simpson tries on the glove. The glove don't fit. You must acquit. Imagine if during that trial, the judge had said, okay, where's your evidence? I hear there's a bloody glove. And Johnny Cochran or the defense or the prosecution or whoever said, oh, <laughs> we don't know where it is. It's lost somewhere. I mean, I'm sure it's under a file case somewhere. Maybe it's in a drawer. I might have used it to take a pan out of the oven. I was cooking some cinnamon rolls, you see, this weekend, and I used that bloody glove because it's just a nice fit. You could take the cinnamon rolls right out of the oven. So delicious. Man, those people would have been thrown out of the courtroom. The entire trial would have been shut down. They would have been disbarred. You would have never been able to hear from them again. There would be memorials written to the stupidity of their legal minds and the absurdity and the miscarriage of justice would probably have led to them being prosecuted if they had done that with a piece of evidence that was damning in a criminal case. 
Yet here's our federal law enforcement saying they have no idea where Hunter Biden's laptop is. And let me let me be very clear. Hunter Biden's laptop is a piece of criminal evidence being used in, without question, the biggest political scandal in our lifetime. As the OJ trial was to pop culture criminality, so is the Hunter Biden laptop to political scandals. And so the FBI flippantly brushing off that they have no idea where it is, is extremely criminal in and of itself. This is very important. I have questions. Where was Bill Barr? A copy of this laptop was given to Bill Barr while he was attorney general. Where was Bill Barr? You know, Hunter Biden's not running for president. And oftentimes the excuses by the White House is that if you ask a question about Hunter Biden, Jen Psaki will say, like, like Woody in Toy Story, you pull the cord, right? She says the same thing every time you pull the cord, every time you ask about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is not an employee of the federal government. Hunter Biden is not an employee of the federal government. Hunter Biden is not an employee of the federal government. Well, Hunter Biden wasn't running for president. So why the hell didn't we investigate this when we had the full authority of the judicial branch and we had the full investigative power of the attorney general? This seems like a wild misstep. It seems like a missed opportunity. But nonetheless, we are getting justice now because the wheels of justice grind very, very, very slowly, and the hammer of justice is indeed swift. Matt Gates getting himself a uh, you know getting himself the Congressional Medal of Freedom here, in my personal opinion, introducing also a amendment to strip the security clearances of 51 intelligence experts who branded the laptop Russian disinformation in 20 in a 2020 letter. This, of course, itself was disinformation meant to rig an election, and indeed it did, because polling found that some 17% of people would not have voted for Joe Biden if they had seen exactly how corrupt his family was and how they were selling out the American people in a pay-for-play scheme across the globe. But here we are. He called it the spook who cried wolf resolution. <laughs> Come on, man. Points for Matt Gates here. Love Matt Gates. He's a friend of the show, a friend of us, and we, we're big fans, man. Would pull security clearances from top government spooks and spies like ex-director of national intelligence James Clapper and former director of CIA Leon Panetta, both of whom signed the letter. The effort was also backed by various members and Republicans on the committee. The GOP conference chair, Elise Stefanik, the third most powerful Republican in Congress's lower chamber, proposed to subpoena Hunter Biden if her party took control in November. It's not going to be good. I can't state it enough. We're not being fabulous here. We're not trying to blow this out of proportion. We read the tea leaves. I lived in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. When everyone starts singing from the same songbook, What's happening is these people are getting on the right side of history or the most advantageous side of the political aisle. That's what's happening here. In this scenario, they know the Biden crime family is going down. If the corporate press and old world establishment Republicans and young buck Republicans who are firebrands all start singing from that same little hymn book and they're all saying the same thing, Mama, you are going to see a hot time in the old town tonight. And that is what you saw inside of the Senate yesterday as Chuck Grassley doddered out. Chuck Grassley is 86 years old, I think. Uh, He doddered out before the Senate and revealed the receipts of the Biden crime family. And this is the one that made us go, 
it's done. It's done. When you get the old bulls on your side, it's finished. Watch. Our report exposed extensive financial relationships between Hunter and James Biden and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime. Most, more precisely, these were Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese government's military and intelligence service. One of those individuals was a person by the name of Patrick Ho. According to reports, Hunter Biden said of Patrick Ho, quote, I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of Patrick Ho. Then Hunter Biden says the F word, denoting a spy chief of China who started a company that my partner, who is worth $323 billion, founded and is now missing. End of that quote. Producer ALX has told me during that clip that Chuck Grassley is 88 years old. Let me tell you a little something about an 88-year-old. My wife's grandparents are thankfully and wonderfully still with us. They're in their 90s, not too far away from Chuck Grassley, just a just a little bit of a baseball throw away from Chuck Grassley's age, and they don't get around too easily these days. That's okay. That's what happens when you're in your 90s. They're a beautiful couple. They've been together for 60, 70 years of marriage, just one of those classic wonderful American farmer couples. You probably know people like this. They're the salt of the earth and the backbone that built this country. And I got to tell you, man, when you get that age, you don't waste time. You are very deliberate in what you're doing and you're very causal in where you're going. You have a purpose and you only do things that are real and grounded and firm and that are not frivolous. You've been around long enough to know what is wise and what is prudent and what is not. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. Clearly, 
the most important topic on the mind of one of the longest serving, if not the longest serving senator in the U.S. Senate and one of the most powerful. When Chuck Grassley speaks, everyone stops and listens. That's just the way the Senate works. This was extremely damaging. He went on with Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin for over an hour going through the intricacies of the criminality that they have discovered inside of the Biden laptop. Grassley accused Hunter and James Biden, which is Joe Biden's brother, of creating a scheme to profit off Joe Biden's position in the American government. This is obviously and clearly illegal. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin echoed Grassley's comments and suggested that the Democrat establishment media gaslit the American people for years, calling this a Russian hoax instead of investigating the Biden family's real corruption. And now you see the result. Now you can see clearly and plainly the result of these policies. When you elect crooks and criminals, you're going to get a criminal enterprise that is run incompetently and run like the goons that they are. How exactly is this country going, by the way? How are things going for you? How you doing out there? Are your grocery bills better or worse than they were two years ago? Are your gas bills better or worse than they were two years ago? Do you feel more or less secure in your life? Do you feel as though there are people in charge who are magnanimous and care about America? Or do you feel as though there are people in charge in this country who actually don't care about you at all, who want to strip mine this place for all it's worth, enrich themselves and gorge themselves, and then fly off as the place burns to whatever safe house they have in Switzerland or Beijing. Is that how you feel? I think that's how the vast majority of people feel. There's always going to be 20% of the people who aren't paying attention or who believe what they're spoon-fed by CNN at the airport when they're watching CNN, but that's not you, and that's not the vast majority of people in this country. That's why states are flipping red. That's why we are about to see the, the end, functionally, of the modern Democratic Party. I think that this thread is going to be long and it's going to be painful for the Biden family. It's going to last for a while. This federal investigation is going to hang over their head like Russiagate hung over the head of Donald Trump, and it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So why will they be losing so magnificently in November? Well, because Americans get the sense by and large, that these ruling class elites who have been permanent Washington for their entire lives have not had their best interests in mind. In fact, the vast majority of Americans are starting to become awake to the fact that these people don't care about America at all. They're actually actively betting against America. You see, it's called a hedge in the stock market. In the stock market, you can hedge and bet against things. It's a big casino. You can bet against uh, cell phone company, right? So if I thought that Apple was going to collapse and that their product was going to fail and that their stock market valuation was going to tank, I could bet against Apple. And if I won, if I was right, then I would get a huge return. It's called a hedge. The corporate press and the elites who they serve are hedging against America. They have placed a hedge on all of us saying that this country is going to collapse and they're doing their best to make sure it does. And people are starting to get wise to that and say, hmm, wait a second, you only exist because of our votes and because of our power that we loan to you. We are actually the power and we are no longer going to do this. And nothing is going to demonstrate this more 
Even Hunter Biden's laptop doesn't come to the level of clarity when you watch what's happening on our southern border. We have a couple of headlines here because we, reading the tea leaves, know that this is going to be the next big story. The next big story here is going to be the southern border because Joe Biden is going to get rid of Title 42 and he's going to open the floodgates. Right now, there is a small little thing holding back Joe Biden uh, and it's Title 42. It means that the U.S. is going to be excluding or pushing back on immigrants who come to this country because of coronavirus emergency pandemic uh, 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 policy. Fine. But Joe Biden's going to be getting rid of that and the floodgates will open unlike anything we have ever seen. I mean, you're talking Noah's Ark here. Get ready. 1.1 million more illegal aliens in U.S. since Joe Biden took office. Well, that's not good. Population of illegal immigrants in the United States has jumped to 1.1 million in President Biden's first year. This was reported by the Center for Immigration Studies. Data from the survey showed that the illegal alien population was was 11.4 million in January of 2022. The center's preliminary population estimate for February 2022 is 11.5 million. The number of illegal immigrants grew drastically and dramatically this past year as a result of the Biden administration's policies. Does this make normal Americans who are struggling right now feel more loved? Does this make you feel better that your elites are opening the floodgates to people who were not born here, who do not share your heritage, to come here when they won't take care of you? They will let your dollar erode, your bank accounts evaporate, your food and your fuel inflate, and then they will welcome the populations of the third world. And Lord knows every other country in America, DHS says, that a hundred different Countries and nationalities have been apprehended at the border. Hmm, maybe Russians should start sneaking into this country and then they would put a stop to it. To place 1.7 million growth on the total of foreign-born populations in the last past 13-month perspective, in the 48 months of the Trump presidency, the total foreign-born increased from 1.5 million, meaning that in four years of Trump, Joe Biden has reversed, essentially, four years of Trump. The same growth that you got under Donald Trump in four years has been replicated by Joe Biden in one year. That's the right way to say it. Data, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard. (laughs) It's not hard. It would simply mean implementing the rules that Donald Trump had in place. But But Biden immediately, I mean, I think it was his first act as president, rescinded the stay in Mexico policy and allowed for anyone who crossed our border to be welcomed into the country. And we've saw it. We went down to the southern border. We were able to see it in Yuma, Arizona. Hundreds of illegals and criminal migrants from around the globe, who knows where they're from, just wandering into our country. Here to stay. Joe Biden seeks twice as much funding for for Ukraine's border than the U.S. border. Well, that's a killer. President Joe Biden is seeking more than twice as much in American taxpayer funding to defend the borders of Ukraine against Russia than he is seeking for border security and technology in the United States. We've been saying it for a long time. It's not a meme. It's reality. Joe Biden wants to defend Ukraine's border more than he wants to defend your border, where you have your children, your family, your church, your job. That border doesn't matter. On Monday, Biden unveiled a nearly $6 trillion fiscal year 2023 budget. As part of the budget, Biden wants to spend uh, $600 million on funding for Ukraine, which he touts as 
an increase of $200 million above the enacted level. Meanwhile, Biden is seeking less than half that, $300 million, for border security and technology on the U.S.-Mexico border. He has actually decreased the amount of money that he wishes to spend on border security. These people, if you haven't gotten the message yet, let me again give you the signal. They don't like you. They don't like America. The goal is to collapse this place, to strip mine every bit of value and wealth that they can hoover out of it, and then to flee. That's the goal. Get in while the getting's good and then leave. Rome, ancient Greece, the Mongol Empire, every empire you've ever heard of has collapsed vis-a-vis the same greedy elites. They do the same thing in every single country. It's parasitical and it's evil. And guess who's left in the lurch? You. Luckily, we live in a, at least to this point, still a representative democracy and you should consider voting to make sure these people no longer have power to destroy your life. Just one man's opinion here. Biden's budget mentions climate change 31 more times than it mentions border security or inflation. Just in case you were wondering if these people have their priorities correct as it pertains to where they want to spend money. President Joe Biden's budget proposal mentions the climate 31 more times than it mentions inflation or border security, according to Breitbart.com. The Republican Studies Committee released this report. A messaging document says that Biden's budget proposal includes $43 billion in tax hikes for oil and natural gas industries. Oh yeah? You think your gas prices are high now? Wait until Biden gets his budgets sunk, budget proposal sunk into the American bloodstream. $31 billion by repealing percentage depletion for oil and natural gas wells. $10 billion by eliminating full expensing of intangible drilling costs, and $10 billion for increasing geological and geographical amorphization period for independent producers. What does all that fancy language mean? It means they want to cripple the oil and gas industry. They want to force behaviors away from the miracle that is the internal combustion engine and the miracle that is our nation having plentiful resources, natural resources in gas and energy, and they want to drive you towards their investments in Chinese wind farms and Chinese batteries. Are you starting to see the picture here? The Chinese energy companies give Hunter Biden money, Joe Biden then enacts policies that make the Chinese rich and depletes your life savings, makes your life more painful? Are you starting to see the trend? Do you see why we have been covering nonstop every revelation on the Hunter Biden laptop and we will never stop because this is the largest political scandal in our lifetime. This is the largest OJ scandal in politics. What OJ Simpson and his bloody glove was to pop culture and lawfare, the Hunter Biden laptop is to political culture and lawfare. The grift is on, and the American people are starting to wake up to it. According to the New York Post, Trump would beat Joe Biden by six points, and Harris, Kamala Harris, by 11 points in a 2024 race. New poll shows. This evening, last evening, Ted Cruz was on Fox News saying that he is declaring for a fact, a stated fact, that Joe Biden will not run in 2024. I don't know what Ted Cruz knows. He's an extremely smart individual, very wise man. We like Ted Cruz a lot. Ted Cruz stating that Joe Biden will not be on the ticket, saying that Kamala and Buttigieg are going to knife fight it out 
and that Hillary may jump in. <laughs> please, please let it happen, Lord. Or that they could pray upon prayer, upon hopes that Michelle Obama will do it. But Ted Cruz was saying, not going to happen because Michelle Obama doesn't want the damaged goods of the Biden presidency. And damaged goods they are. Let's read the article. If the next presidential election were held today, former Vice President Donald Trump would defeat Biden by six points and Kamala by 11 points. The 45th president would unseat Biden at by a 47 to 41 margin. That is a landslide. That means Trump wins like 35 states. According to the Harvard Caps poll, this is a Harvard poll by the Hill. Goodness gracious. We've talked a lot about suppression polls, ladies and gentlemen. This is really bad. When your suppression polls break, then you're in trouble. The suppression poll is meant to over-index for Democrats and liberals and in order to harm the prospects of Republicans. And so when Harvard is releasing a poll like this and then The Hill is publishing it, dude, you know that it is panic alert time. It's not panic time. It's like go to the bunker time or like get into the rocket capsule and then fly out into space, right? Because you're done. Harris going up against Trump would produce a worse result for Democrats. 49% would vote for Trump. (laughs) Kamala Harris would only get 38% of the vote against Trump. 38%. That's like Kamala Harris winning 10 states, I think. It's like Kamala Harris winning 10 states. Would Trump be able to carry California in that scenario? I would love to get that data. Biden said last week that he would be very fortunate to face Trump again in 2024. If the next... Uh, hold on, let's read this like Biden. The next... Uh, and I'd be very probable for instance to have the same man running against me. How do you, how do, you do? How do you like your international... True international pressure? Come on, man. Goodness gracious. Joe Biden is begging for a rematch with Donald Trump. Joe Biden has said many times that he's running again for re-election in 2024. So who knows? Who knows? The poll's finding says that Republicans who hope to regain control of Congress carry ominous signs for Democrats and Biden, whose job approval rating stood at 39% in this poll. It is slogging in the mid-30s, never a place you want to be. It is literally lower than Trump's. Uh, was at this point with every single dollar and every single bit of power and corporate press pushed against him. Trump beats them both by a wide margin, suggesting Republican nominees, uh, once known fully by the public, would beat them unless they were able to pivot out of their current nadir in the numbers. This is a quote from Mark Penn, the co-director of the poll, saying that Republicans are essentially going to clobber Democrats in the midterms, Joe Biden is 79 years old. Trump is 75, but Joe Biden is an old 79. Donald Trump is a young 75. The differences are quite clear. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is the favorite to carry the GOP standard if Donald Trump decides not to run. A plurality of Republican voters would back a would back DeSantis if Trump decided against running. Uh, the other names in the pot were Mike Pence and Ted Cruz. No other Republican received double-digit support. This morning, the National Republican Congressional Committee came out with a statistic saying that they are now targeting 72 seats. Yes, I shall repeat it. 72 congressional seats. We have been saying for a long time, 100 seats, 100 years. Steve Bannon popularized it on War Room, and we state it here. 
Why do we say that? We travel the country, we speak with people, and we try and be very connected with our audience. I am, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, not of the political class. I am simply an Iowan, a very simple young man, and I grew up in the school of hard knocks of politics. I have never seen people more affected by politics in my life. I have never seen people more attuned to what is going on here in this country. Why are 72 seats potentially flipped? The NRCC is going to spend money in 72 races? 72 to unseat Democrats? You're not going to have a functional Democratic Party. And the reason why is this. It's very simple. Piercing the veil. People don't like it when politics affects their lives. Most people, the vast majority, including psycho libs, want to be left the hell alone. They don't want politics to come in and ruin everything. They don't want people who've never built anything or done anything in their entire lives, like Joe Biden, to come in and tell them what they should pay for gas or groceries or that they shouldn't be driving the car they're driving. People want to be left the living hell alone. They don't want a new world order. They don't want Klaus Schwab. They don't want the Chinese communists, social credit system. They want to live their lives in peace. Most people like the way that they were raised, especially in this country, where they enjoy the standing America had in the world and they want it to continue. And people around the country are starting to say, wait a second, these teachers who are just deeply emotionally damaged, lonely young women with nose rings are trying to indoctrinate my children against me, against my beliefs? Taking away my rights as a parent? Ho, 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 ho. No, 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 no. And that's why you get Virginia. And I think the entire nation is going to go the way of Virginia. Virginia went for Joe Biden by 10 points. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, the hallmark of what's going to happen in every congressional district around the nation. Be prepared. That night is going to be biblical. We love the Bible on this show. We love the fact that God, family, and country are the things that drive us. We love the fact that there are traditional values in this nation, that the family is strong, that belief in God is strong, that belief in America remains strong, and it will be stronger still because all we've ever needed in this country is a small group of patriots to stand up to tyranny. That's all the Revolutionary War was. And ladies and gentlemen, we are on a precipice right now of, again, another turning in this nation where we're going to take back this country and restore it. I'm very excited to be here with all of you fighting. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. We certainly will on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.